So, yeah, and they're banging in the pool. There's a fucking orgy going on in the pool. Gotta clean the pool. Yeah. movie has any redeeming quality whatsoever it's his fucking role this whole story yes. is crapolet <laughs> hey there are you groovy blood-sucking bastards it's what suck podcast <laughs> and i'm your host chris and joining me from far away but not that far away but far enough that i can't see his lovely face in person is my co-host James Bishop. What's going on, James? What's up, bitches? How's everybody doing this evening? Man, I am a... Okay, so, night's movie was kind of a mixed bag. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, so this was actually... So, back, back, way back last year when we decided to change up season three and make it all about physical copies of movies right we're like okay we're, uh -huh. we're gonna do physical copies so we can do a giveaway and all this other bullshit yep well this was actually the first movie i picked up for that yeah and the name and i got it for like yeah the name is freaking awesome yeah the name is cool and um i, I just picked it up because it was like on clearance at half price books it was like a dollar which should tell you, oh my God, this thing's a piece of shit. But you know what? Yeah. So the piece of shit we're talking about is none other than 1999's Teenage Space Vampires. Now, it just sounds god awful from the get go. But unfortunately, it's like one of those things. It's like you're, you're repulsed, but you just can't look away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, holy shit. I um I didn't even really look at it when I bought it. I just I just saw Teenage Space Vampires. I saw the dollar label, and I picked it up. It wasn't until later that I looked and I saw it was rated PG. I was like, oh fuck me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, like shit. But but needless to say, um yeah. So let let's get into the the details of the movie real quick. So as I said, it's 1999. Uh, directed by Martin Wood, written by Martin Wood as well. So writer-director, that's never, you know, a good plan. Um, produced by a ton of people, music by a bunch of people. Um, let's see, anything else good. Uh, makeup department, all right. So that's, makeup department that's how, that's how it usually goes with these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, but let's get into the cast real quick. Okay, so we got Robin Dunn as Bill Swenson, uh, Mac Fife as Kevin Elliott James, James Key as Hank, Lindy Booth as Katie, Jesse Nilsson as Jesse, well, Richard Clarkin as Danvers, Bianca Brad as Paul, uh, Serban, uh, Celia as Jonas, and then a whole bunch of others that don't fucking matter. Exactly. So, that's the cast. <laughs> now, there's not a lot of information on this. Yeah, on this movie, really. There's not a ton of information, but... Uh, let, let me read the back of the, of the box to get the synopsis for you. So, uh, something strange in Knollwood. Being a nerdy teenager in a small town is hard enough, but when a UFO comes to visit and everyone begins to act even weirder than usual, Billy Stetson decides to investigate. A government quote-unquote SETI team is dispatched to check out the sighting, and Billy teams up with Agent Hank to find out if these alleged visitors exist. Their search leads them to an abandoned mine shaft, 
where they discover a coven of space vampires conspiring to trap the light from the sun into an all-powerful diamond, which will allow them to rule the world in eternal darkness. That's pretty much the entire fucking movie right there. You pretty much described the whole damn thing. The rest of it's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's pretty much the whole fucking thing. That's, that's like the script right there almost. Yeah, it is. That really yeah. is. That's that's a good summary. So I couldn't find any, obviously, any um, uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes on this. Um, IMDb, the rating on it is 2.6 out of 10 based on 493 That's being, ge- That's being generous. That's being very generous. <laughs> um, so real quick, before we can start the review, let's just, uh, uh, if you want to run through our um, rating system real quick, James. I sure will. As everybody knows, or maybe you don't know, but if you don't, shame on you. <laughs> we rate all of our movies on an on a turd emoji scale, using one to five, of course. One being best, and five being holy shit, because basically holy we shit, invert right. it. Yeah, they get worse. The the you know one turd is the ones you want to keep in your queue. These are the ones you'll enjoy over and over and over. And five turds are basically, you know, you watch them once. You got to watch them at least once. And then you go run out into traffic or smoke a blunt, dive off a balcony or something of that nature. The, the, as the scale progresses, you'll just want to increase the amount of alcohol you consume. And, yes. you know, play some drinking games with it and have some fun. Because ripping on horror movies, like I said, it, it is a real blast. If you're doing it in person with your friends, it it, it can be a real kick. Or... As we learned um, last year after the lockdown, even doing it through through Zoom with a bunch yes. of people online yes. is a lot of fun, too. It certainly is. We had a ball doing that. We had a ton of fun doing that. Yes, yeah. sir, we did. So, all right. Well, before we get started to the actual review, I wanted to bring up one more thing. I think the reason I bought this movie was because Dollar. Well, I didn't see the PG <laughs> because, for that. Yeah, obviously because it was that. a Because it was well, a buck. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. That's right. Um, while... While it, I didn't see the PG in the back, what I did see was that it was uh, distributed by Full Moon Pictures. And now, we, full, we've done a shitload of Full Moon Pictures, and most of them are pretty damn good. They're not we bad. We are fans they, of Full Moon Pictures. Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, this can't be that bad. <laughs> well, we'll uh, let's go ahead and get to that, shall we? Yep. The town of Norwood. A nice place to live. Until the night they arrived. It's like one of those spaceships you see on a midnight movie. Now, people are changing. Controlled by a mysterious force. Determined to plunge this little town into eternal darkness. And only a boy who no one believes can bring them out into the light.
are not alone. Okay, so right off the bat, I just want to say that this movie, as I said earlier, was a mixed bag. So, yeah, it's... let's put it this way: you can watch this with a toddler. <laughs> you can yes, have kid. You can definitely. have kids in the room. It's definitely a PG rating, and if it is P, and it, it's it's light PG. I'm talking, you know, it has the the uh, the anger and the energy of a Power Rangers episode. I mean, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's yeah, not absolutely. super violent, this, unfortunately. This movie reminds me of an extended episode of the old Goosebumps TV show. Yes. Or the Are You Afraid of the Dark TV show. That and is... that level of like production and script and that level of, of especially that level of special effects. Like the that special effects perfect came analogy. straight out of fucking, yeah, came straight out of fucking um, um, Goosebumps for sure. Absolutely, man. That, that, like I said, you can't describe it better than that. So at least that sets the stage for what we are about to uh, talk about here. Yeah. And saying that, there are going to be two things lacking from this episode. One <laughs> is the kill count because there's no deaths. Two, none. Rescue titties. There's no rescue titties because it's PG. There's not even any cussing in this movie. Hell, there's not even there's not even rescue side boob. I mean, this this no. total rob, totally robbed, totally robbed, man. Yeah, again, it's it's completely a, just a long episode of Goosebumps. But that being said, that also to me was part of the charm because I love the Goosebumps TV series and I love Are You Afraid of the Dark TV series and those kind of things. So, growing up, I watched a lot of them. So this is kind of was like a like a time capsule, kind of taking me back to that age when I used to watch those all the time. Um, and it kind of had that, that sort of charm to it where it's like, you know, you're watching something that's crap and it's not really scary, but there's something about it. that just, it just brings you in with its bad charm. Well, I have to disagree my friend because you know, fuck all that. And that Sigmund and sea monster bullshit. <laughs> I wanted to see, I want to see somebody get their head chopped off. I want to see somebody get gutted and I want to see some rescue titties, but that's all right. Proceed yeah. my friend. <laughs> so it starts off late at night in this town. So uh, I guess I say town on this street that obviously looks like a, it's just a set somewhere because it doesn't look like it's actual part of a town. It's, it's just, like I think they got a, a they got a vacant lot and they erected this fucking radioactive bird bath in the yard. <laughs> yeah, it's just like like it's like and then and then so we're introduced to uh, so it's late at night. It's some dude walking his dog and uh, the main character Billy, who's a teenager who looks like he's fucking thirty, uh, is in his bedroom <laughs> and he hears a noise. He looks up and he sees. Okay, another thing that's also reminded me of was the old Doctor Who episodes because it had that sort of level of bad CG. And bad uh, uh, special effects as well. Oh no, costumes. you didn't. You did not bring the doctor into this. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, this is very much 1963 to 83 yeah. type of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's very very. But true. again, again, it, and, and with Doctor Who, that everybody knows that that it's known for it, it's not that great of special effects, but it's still it's still charming and people yeah. still love it. Doctor Who so kicks that's, ass. Yeah, I'm I'm a Doctor Who fan, so yep. that's part of, that's part of the love. So, anyway, so he sees he sees this very badly um, CG'd cloud, <laughs> and for some reason, in the middle of the cloud, there's like a console or like a, a UFO or something or part of a UFO, and he sees a creature, but he, I don't know. Anyway, he sees it, 
and it shatters a light and then he goes to sleep and then we're, we're given our, our very boring very plain title card that just says teenage space vampires in red against a black background dun, dun, dun. yeah so then and that's as that's as ominous as the movie gets that's exactly yeah <laughs> exactly as ominous, yeah so then it's like the next day and our 30 year old teenager is out to deliver newspapers because he has, I guess, a, a, a day job or whatever. Now, time and out. Before you say newspapers with an S, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has the smallest, skinniest, emptiest newspaper bag I've ever seen of any newspaper boy I've ever seen. And I was a paper boy when I was 10 years old. And I used to have the satchel that went over my head, had the big-ass pocket in the front and back, full of newspapers. And then you'd start tossing papers and you'd get to a point to where the damn papers in the back were choking your ass and you had to hurry up and deliver all the shit in the front so you could spin it around <laughs> and deliver the rest of your papers. But yeah, he had no papers. Or he had well, like one one newspaper. He lives yeah. on a street with, with eight houses, so he doesn't have I a guess. very big user base, you know? I guess. I had two I had two subdivisions, so oh well. Yeah. He he definitely he doesn't even have like a half a subdivision. He just has just this quarter of a block he lives on fuck him he's 30 years old and he's delivering papers and he's still living in his mama's basement well because he's supposed to be a quote-unquote teenager he's supposed to be in high school worthless so (laughs) (laughs) so he's delivering papers and we're getting used to we're getting met with our cast of characters that we just don't give a shit about later on and uh he comes across okay this is so fucking dumb i'm just throwing across the ufo at the end of the street in this middle of like this field yeah it's 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 standing on its side it's it's a big like I said it looks like a big radioactive bird bath and it's just like sitting in this vacant lot and nobody notices this damn thing. No, it, it's sitting on the side and it's got these two tiny gargoyle statues around it that are supposed to be quote unquote protecting it. But like he sees it, okay, he sees it and then he's like, whoa, what is that? But then he just decides to stop caring and he goes to school. <laughs> I like that he decides to stop caring. That is awesome. <laughs> and this is when we're introduced to his best friend. Um, I forget the guy's name, but I call him Matthew Lillard if you got him off Wish. <laughs> yeah, the little blonde douche with the with the glasses, of course. Nerd boy. So, yeah, so he meets his friend for lunch at their quote-unquote high school. Um, and he starts telling about the UFO he saw, and then we're introduced to his sister and her two friends who are there making fun of him. And then we're introduced to a bunch of, uh, to her sister's boyfriend and to two bullies with their twins. Uh, and they, you know, they mess with, with, uh, Billy, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. It's such an after school. Uh, it's such an after school special kind of movie. I swear to God, this, this is like, yeah. I mean. I mean, seriously, I, there, there's really not a whole lot to break down in this movie. So uh, we're, we're just I actually, the... this was my official note for that entire scene. It says standard yeah. lunchroom scene, click, click, deleted, useless. <laughs> <laughs> that was my actual note that I took on that scene. I was like, this whole scene didn't even need to happen. Nice. <laughs> so then we're, we're in class. He's in class and they're watching some movie or some uh, projector movie on this mine that used to be in the town. Uh, that found this giant diamond in the mine, um, and then the, the diamond disappeared, uh, and the mine was uh, shut down. And we're introduced to the teacher Davros or whatever the fuck his name was. I don't remember his name. Um, <laughs> but so so then he tells his friend about the UFO and, and like, okay, well let's let's get all let's get some some gear together. Let's go let's go uh, document this and figure it out. God, this his friend looks so much like a young Matthew Lillard 
like a low rent Matthew Lillard, but so much like him. I wanted um, to say he was like a nerdier pre Cobra Kai version of Dutch. If anybody remembers Dutch from uh, the Karate Kid, the blonde yeah. kid, mm-hmm. that's who he reminded me of. But like a much younger, nerdier version before you know before he got tough. You know, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good point. But no, he definitely looks more like 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 young Matthew Lillard from like Scream or something. <laughs> but then then we're introduced to his parents, who are like the most whitest people on the entire world. They're eating like mayonnaise on white bread with no crust. <laughs> Uh, but and and this is another thing that the movie has going kind of for and against it is that everybody except for like billy everybody is a horrible actor and they can't read their lines right and they're just like they don't the audio doesn't match like two people's audio don't match one sounds like it was audio captured on on set yeah while the other one sounds like it was audio captured through adr so like none of the audio like matches it's just completely off it's like a saturday morning Godzilla movie, kind of. Yeah. Just a little, a little off. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to fast forward a bit, because then what happens is Seti comes into town. And it's, That's and it's me like fast forwarding. It's three people. It's a, a, a guy, a, a girl, and two guys. They come into town to set up shop to investigate the UFO, or try to find where the UFO is, because because they, they tracked the readings to this town, but they don't know where it's at. Meanwhile, now we can't we can't forget, man. They show up in a badass silver Dodge Caravan that has SETI on the side with a little alien yes. head. So these guys are with the search for extraterrestrial intelligence for y'all who don't know what SETI means. If you if you're listening to this show and you don't know who SETI is, shame on you. But that's yeah. all right. Yeah, uh, so it makes them official. So, um, but yeah, so uh, while it's going on, this thing has been in that clearing. For like two days now, <laughs> nobody, at the end, nobody at, notices. At the end of the street, okay, it is literally like eight feet from the road, and whenever <laughs> they, whenever they show like some of the characters talking, you can clearly see multiple houses in the background. So there's, and earlier when he was delivering papers, you saw kids out there. Yep. So the kids should have been out there investigating. Parents should have been out there. Everybody can see the damn thing. They're just, oh, that's peculiar. And just keep yeah, going. But, yeah, nobody gives a shit, though. Nope. So they're out there investigating it. And, um, man, I don't even know where I want to go with this. Because this is just, it's it, it's it's not a, it's not terrible. It's just, it's so underwhelming, I guess well, you'd you know, say. Well, we also forgot, uh, you know, when the boy was up there poking at it, the nosy neighbor came from next door. She looks like meatloaf with a wig on. This, yes, big, this big heifer coming, harassing him, screaming at him, blah, 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 and all this shit, and run his ass off. And then uh, what it was, I think he started, he came back to it after she left, and he started poking at it, and he got shocked and knocked on his ass. Yeah. And then that's and, when and then, all of a sudden, mysteriously, they all just showed up. Oh, and we can't forget, these guys are with SETI. They've got a, they've got a van, but they only got one box and a, like a 19... Uh, 80 version home TV satellite. One of those big ass ones you used to have in your front yeah. yard. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. the cute little digital uh-huh. direct TV ones. These are the ones that were like six feet and seven feet in diameter. Huge. And they're, that's all they had. But yet when they go yeah. inside, of course, and they set their lab up and they got tons of shit. But what's cool about yeah. it is all this equipment looks like the shit that I trained on when I was back at school 35 years ago. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. 
I mean, because it's old oscilloscopes and shit, and I'm sitting there going, man, this is kind of nostalgic in a little bit, you know. But yeah, because they bought it all from a fucking like garage sale from a school or something. Yeah, yeah. So after after Billy uh, uh, gets shocked by it, and then he throws he, he picks up a lawn gnome and throws it at the thing, which ends up absorbing the lawn gnome. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and then these seti assholes they show up, and then they basically tell him, "Oh, thanks, kid. Now fuck off." You know, yeah, yeah. they push him away. You know, he's the one discovered it. And uh, so he ends up going back to school and out in front of their high school. I noticed what is with the, you know, if anybody's seen The Shining, mm-hmm. what is with the freaking hedge maze out in front of the oh, high school? Did you notice that? I noticed that. Yeah. I was like, what What the hell kind of high school has a sh- something like that in their fucking front? I don't know. Well, yeah. anyway, what's... <laughs> Well, what's funny is they get on down the road with this thing. You know, we're going to skip forward again because it's like a more high school useless shit. Well, yeah. then there's a scene when they're inside this building. They go back to the lab and the SETI guys have left the scene. They're back in their lab and they're punching buttons and trying to figure shit out. And I think, who is it? The road guard guy? The the guy I call him Mr. Safety Man. Well, hold on. We, 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 before you get there, we got to go back a bit because before that happens, um, after they send Billy off to school... There, he he's t- uh, the main guy with glasses, the bald dude. He's telling the other two to get some equipment out because need, they need to take readings. Well, the the long haired dude goes to the back of the van to get a, qu- a camera out, and the, the neighbor lady shows up. Yeah. And when it pans over to her, her eyes get all long and glowy, and then her teeth get all sharp, very much like goosebumps, like a yep. goosebump type of like uh, uh, effect. And then he disappears. So then the, the the female comes to the back of the van, and then she disappears. And so now it's just the bald dude by himself, because the other two have been taken by the space vampires. And once again, oh, that's peculiar. Yeah. You know, no real mystery there. Nobody uh, cares. But then he, uh, that's right, and then that, that's at the point where he kind of panics, grabs his shit, goes back to the lab. And mm-hmm. while he's there, Mr. Safety Man from earlier in the movie... I yes. called him Mr. Safety Man because he's sitting around with a road guard vest on and right. he t- he talks all monotone and he's like on dope or something. He goes in there and he tries to accost Mr. Glasses dude, whatever his name is, Mr. the, the leader of the SETI group. I don't even yeah. know his name. I don't give a shit. But what's either. funny is somebody come in. I think the kids bust in on him. The nerd boy mm-hmm. and Billy come in there and interrupt what looks like a Shawshank rape scene about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no Just, shit. Because this Mr. Safety Man's pushed all up on this guy, got his hands on his shoulders. He's getting ready to Andrew Dufresne his ass. And these mm-hmm. kids show up, and the guy's like, and he snaps to, and nothing. He Neither. just fades out. You know, like, I'm sitting there going, an alien wouldn't be scared. He would attack all of them, but yet he's, uh, oh, yeah. He pulled back for some reason, so. I don't know what the hell that was all about, but I found that scene kind of funny because it looked like he was getting ready to to mount that son of a bitch. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because the, the, the quote-unquote vampires in this movie, space vampires, are, are big fucking chickens like the entire time. Yeah. yeah. And, and one thing I do want to notice, another thing, the, the acting absolutely to me sucks. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. it's, it's bottom-of-the-barrel Saturday morning shit. It's corny. Uh, but what I noticed, if you, I don't know if you noticed, is throughout the whole movie, it's like the entire movie had sound effects. It never hardly yeah. had any breaks. It was always like these weird cyclone noises and shit. It was just mm-hmm. freaking weird. And it was constant. There was yeah. no breaks. It was really weird. It's like it was afraid that if it was quiet for like a second, you would like lose interest. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a bottom of the barrel, 99 cent. You know, here we go, plugging again for our boys at Spirit Halloween Store. 
<laughs> you know, like one of those old ass discs that played just the corniest, shittiest Halloween music and sound effects. I mean, it's just yeah. really, really poor. But holy shit! Yeah. So we're so we're gonna go a little forward again. So basically, yeah. what happens is uh, the the space. Okay, so the the, the Somehow I forget. Billy breaks into the UFO, and he's there, and he sees, and he's him. Oh, it's him and the scientist guy. They're yep. able to get in, and they get to the center of it. Which, speaking of Doctor Who, okay, the UFO <laughs> that's outside, right? Yeah. You see it. It's maybe about eight, ten feet tall, maybe about three feet, two two feet wide. Okay, it's not very big. The second they enter this motherfucker, it's a huge, giant spaceship with, like, different levels and different floors and shit. Very much like a TARDIS. Exactly. You know, bigger on the inside. Yep. Um, but they they, in, they get inside there, and they get to, like, this one section, and they see the leader talking to his minions, talking about how they need to get this diamond and fill it with the light of, of uh, the from the uh, uh, eclipse that's coming up. Yeah, and I'm so sitting can... here. Oh God, yes. And I sat here, and I'd had a land of the lost flashback. And I said, "Oh great, now we got a bunch of fucking slee stack in a cave." Mm-hmm. I was like, Pretty "Holy, much what it was. holy shit!" Space <laughs> slee stacks, yeah. And so they had to fill this diamond with like the the light from the the eclipse in order to use its power to uh, push the cast the Earth into eternal darkness, which is stupid as shit because. The the vampires are walking around in the daylight, so they don't need to kill the sun. Yeah, they you know they're a bunch of blades running around. You know they don't have no problem with no sun. You know, so. no, they're they're perfectly fine within the sun, so they don't need to fucking knock out the the the, the sun. It makes no fucking sense. Well, it could be the space DNA too. See, so you never know. Uh, so so anyway, so they have to figure out how to how to stop them, um, and it all boils down to. Uh, Billy and the guy creating this this trap, or not just trap, but this set of uh, contraptions inside the UFO somehow completely, uh, un- the, the aliens are unaware of them setting all this shit up inside their UFO, which looks like a, a warehouse, a factory warehouse, okay? <laughs> but they're setting all these fucking mirrors up inside the UFO. Yep. Because what they're going to do is they're going to turn the mirrors on and it's going to retract, it's going to re- reflect the sun away from uh, the diamond and into something else so the diamond doesn't get full but apparently it doesn't work correctly because the diamond is actually like the sun actually hits the diamond and starting to fill it up um and while this is going on they had eventually they had they turned like about half the or actually they turned all of the soccer team into vampires because yeah. the the teacher that's the vampire is also the soccer coach that's like i said saying yeah and they had a game where they actually plotted to get everybody in town which was like 13 people Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny. Yep. This like it's like they foresaw the future here, and there was like thirteen or fourteen people in the stands, and they were all social distanced. Yeah, you know, so it was crazy. There was like nothing. There was no crowd because they either. couldn't. They couldn't afford it. They probably asked for extras, and the people, the locals, probably told them to go fuck themselves. So we're oh, not yeah. going to be yeah, part yeah. of this piece of shit. Piece of yeah. Teenage what? No, I'm out. <laughs> <You Nope. know? laughs> so so okay. So while they're at the soccer game, um, at, at one point. Uh, they decide to go ahead and yeah, give order. What is it? Uh, order sixty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They order sixty six. Everybody and said, okay, we're we're gonna start it. I think it starts when one of them attacks the referee, and then <laughs> for a um, bad call, you motherfucker, yeah. you know, made it look good. So so then the rest of the team starts attacking the other team, and so th- okay, this movie had one had me laugh legitimately one time 
during this part. Okay. Okay. Um, so while that's happening, the Matthew low rep Matthew Lillard, he's in the crowd, right? He's sitting in front of the parents, in front of Billy's parents. He's watching the game. You find out he's also a vampire. He got turned as well. Um, and when the players start attacking the other players and the people in the crowd realize something's going on, the Matthew Lillard guy stands up, turns around facing the parents, has his teeth out and his eyes out. And the mom says, oh, just sit down. And then he turns around and sits <laughs> sits down. Yes, man. He got, re- he yep. got rejected. Yeah. He got sit your vampire ass down. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> that actually that got me a laugh. Funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um. So then, of course, as we all know, because it's it's a goosebumps episode. They uh, they they destroy the diamond. They destroy the vampires. Everybody turns back to normal. Yep. Um Billy saves the day. Yeah, because and... they 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 succeed in getting back to the cave. And their little light deflecting thing works. It takes the light off of that. And they manage to stab the uh, head alien, who I don't even know his name is, but the uh, head vampire. If you think about Lost Boys, you know, he's the he's the top vampire and all yeah. his little minions, you know, all the townspeople. Well, he ends up stabbing him with this, like, triangular-shaped object that was yeah. from the thing. Stabs him with it. And... One thing I need to note, the head alien walks like, first of all, like he shit himself. He walks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he so walks. Let's talk about that costume for a sec. Let's talk about that costume for a sec. <laughs> so the head alien is always in costume, and he's the only one whose costume is from head to toe. Yes. The rest of the, the, rest of the time, whenever you see a quote-unquote vampire alien, it's only the mask or the hands. They're in regular clothes. Exactly. And this yeah. son of a bitch is walking around. First of all, he's got like a hump, and he's got what yeah. looks like a cane. It looks like the handle of a cane coming out of one shoulder. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. He never uh-huh. at any point uses it. So it's mm. like, what the hell is that for? It's just an extra appendage. Maybe it's made to look like a tentacle or something, but it's it's cheap shit makeup. This ain't no, uh, what's our boy, Stan Winston? Yeah, no, Stan this, Winston. This ain't, yeah, this ain't Baker, no, yeah. That Stan Winston could, t- could take a shit that looks better than what this dude was wearing. Let's also talk about it. So he, he's also on stilts. Yes, he's on stilts <laughs> because they 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 want to make his legs look like it like an insect's legs or a dog's legs where it goes back or whatever. But so he's on stilts, and which is that's why he walks like he's taking a dump because yep. apparently the the stilts he wasn't either good at walking on the stilts or the stilts weren't comfortable. So he walks super awkward and super slow the entire fucking movie, and it is obvious that those are fucking stilts. It is hilarious, but yeah, yeah. But you were saying, go on. It's very laughable. No, but I was just saying, well, anyway, what he does, he goes in there and takes the light out of that, stops the power drain from the moon and the sun, neutralizes his power, and then he freaking shanks his ass with this damn uh, alien, this alien shiv that he picked up off the floor somewhere. Yeah. He just mysteriously found this thing earlier in the movie, and I forget, and then he goes and he stabs him with it, and he's, and he turns into this purple glob and mist and shit, and just basically evaporates. And, and then, like you said, everybody changes back to normal. The neighborhood's back to normal. Yay. The dogs and kids are playing in the streets. Yay. Yay. And we get our lesson for the day, boys and girls. Yeah. So, and so, then that's it. And that's, that's pretty no, much no deaths, it. No deaths, no cursing, no, no rescue titties. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally was, I mean, it was P, it, I wouldn't even say it was PG. It was more of a G. Maybe yeah. slightly, it might be PG because it might be some quote unquote scenes that might scare slightly uh, younger kids. Yeah, but um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say right now I'm giving it a four. Yeah, um, only it only gets a four 
because of how much it reminds me of, like I said, of Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark, or even to a, a better extent, Doctor Who, and just that it has this, you know, so bad it's good quality charm. Yeah. You know, but the the script sucks, the acting sucks, the the plot sucks, the the sets suck, um, the audio sucks. But <laughs> God damn it, if it just didn't charm me enough to give it a fucking four. Yep, and four it takes some doing. That's still pretty bad, but you know, four yeah. is not four is not so good. I'm no. gonna be a little bit meaner though. I almost okay. I almost six turded this thing because wow. of because of the extraordinary extraordinarily lack of uh horror content mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like i said it was more like you know just a sassy little afternoon special yeah. is it charming sure but from a horror aspect i thought it completely blew i was like holy shit but i'm gonna go five turds reason yeah. being is i want people to at least watch it once just to yeah. see how corny it is you know and plus the name teenage space vampires i mean come on yeah. You know, somebody might think, somebody actually might like it better than we do, but I'm going to give it at least a five. I'm not going to give it a six because I do want our listeners to actually check this one out at least once. And then, like I said, you're definitely going to smoke a bowl after this. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe even, maybe even impair yourself beforehand and you might actually enjoy it more. They can watch it with their kids. Yeah. You can, unfortunately. So what does that tell you? With all the other crap we've been watching, and we got one you can watch with your damn toddler? Yeah. Yeah, that tells you something. Yeah, that's... I, I can't be too nice to this one, but like I said, I'm not going to totally torpedo it. But yeah, yeah, five for me, definitely. I also want to make note, um, I don't know who... So a couple things. The cover of this, of this, uh, of this DVD um, shows the kid in front of the UFO, but the UFO is like in the desert. Uh, and he, there's like a shadow of the head alien coming at him, but, uh, the kid on the cover, I don't know who the fuck that is because it's not Billy. It's some it's other not random Billy. kid. It's not Billy. And, and the setting is all wrong. Yeah. This yeah. damn UFO is sitting in a, somebody's side yard with a bunch of gnomes and shit and a couple mm-hmm. of little gargoyle figures in front of it. You know, yeah. it's just sitting there. It's, uh, yeah, but the, it's not Billy on the cover. I don't know the fuck that is, but it's not Billy. So, yep. but anyway. All right, James, why don't you uh, tell the folks at home where they can find us and if they want ad-free episodes where they can find that too. Well, if after watching this one, if you're not on the toilet, go ahead and go to <laughs> see us on all three major platforms. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. We also have a Patreon page if you'd like to, you know, you'd like to uh, support the show. We have one, five, and ten dollar levels. You just go to patreon.com forward slash what the suck. We also have a T Public store, and you just go tpublic.com, search what the suck. We got a little bit of merchandise there, and we will be adding to it. COVID season has kind of put a kibosh on a lot of the stuff we've been doing, but we are going to be getting back into it. Uh, so we're sorry for, you know, it's, this third season is taking quite a while to get through, but we will get there. Uh, we do have some giveaways coming. We have our Annabelle giveaway package. I'll be posting Let's that start pretty this soon. Month. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. this month, yeah. It sure does. Uh, so tell to, me about that real quick, James. I sure will. To get an entry into the contest, it's real simple. You can become a Patreon. Uh, our 5 and $10 levels, the $5 level gets one automatic entry per month that you're 
to subscribe. $10 level gets two entries. You can also go give us a review, you know, Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you review podcasts and leave us a rating. Uh, send us a screenshot of that rating to whatthesuckpodcast at gmail.com and that will qualify as an entry. You can do individual episodes or you can do, do the show as a whole. The more you submit, the more entries you get. So yep, we're gonna. Absolutely. I mean, it's a badass Annabelle doll. And this thing was like seventy dollars. It wasn't cheap. Yeah, it's it's legit. So uh, definitely give us a review, and you will get entered into that contest, and you get a free Annabelle doll. Yes. All right, but well, I'm ready to, to uh, call it a night with this piece of shit. So I'm, yeah, uh, I'm done. I am this is done, Chris, and I will see y'all at the next shit fest. Yeah, and this is James. And if it ain't on what the suck, it ain't shit. Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. It contains all the great 5-hour energy shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to help support the immune system. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. Get it today at your local Rite Aid store.